so hungry. Hey there, it's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Very, very excited about today's episode. Obviously not coming at you from Hungryland, coming at you from home. It's going to be a one-on-one episode, a superfoods episode, one-on-one with Joy Bauer, who is a very close personal friend of mine. You know her from the Today Show. She's a health and nutrition expert. She's written a bazillion books. She has a brand new book out right now. I am very excited for this interview, but I have Mikey and Jamie here. Hey, guys. Hi, Lisa. Hi. So I heard you've got some some breaking shoes, huh? Yeah, I do. Breaking shoes. Okay, not only are we recording this episode on the 16th anniversary of Hungry Girl, but this is our 100th episode of Chew the Right Thing. What? Yeah. This is our 100th podcast? Yeah. 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 Wow, that is amazing. It feels like we just started like a minute ago and it's been two years. I know. Over two years ago, it's crazy. Amazing. <laughs> that is ride. crazy. Here's to 700 more. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And happy birthday, Hungry Girl. Yay. People Sweet who don't 16. Realize it. That's amazing. Sweet 16. 16 years of emails. So people don't uh, know about the emails. Where have you been these past 16 years? You should sign up. But happy anniversary, happy 100th podcast, guys. Yeah, happy thank you, happy to you. Well, that was fun. Okay, but now uh, we're going to jump into the interview. I've got Joy here. Again, she is from the Today Show. She is just a superfood genius, and I am very excited to talk to her. Joy, how are you? It's so good to have you back on the show. I'm always great when I'm with you, Lisa. Thank you. I have a great Aww. big smile on my face. Oh, I wish we could be in person, but this is the next best thing. I know. And at least I feel connected to you. Oh, so thank you for having me. Well, for a of, course. Session. of <laughs> course. And congratulations on your new, absolutely beautiful, drop dead, gorgeous book that I'm holding in my hands. Um, I saw you on my TV this morning on my local station and you looked amazing and the food looked amazing and your book is amazing. So congratulations. Oh, thank you so, so much. It's like such a crazy time to drop a new book. I know. But um, on the other hand, like you, I've been getting so many requests for healthy, good for you, comfort foods. So I'm really excited to be able to share all these new babies <laughs> with everyone. And it's so crazy to be, you know, Skyping in or FaceTiming in to all of these different television stations. Why, leave, you, why leave our kitchen? <laughs> I know. And down. by the way, it's totally true. And then the timing could not be more perfect for this book because it's Joy Bauer's Superfood, 150 Recipes for Eternal Youth. So superfoods, it's something we've heard about a lot over, I don't know, I probably started hearing about superfoods 20 or 25 years ago. And people mm-hmm. are always saying, what is a superfood? So do superfoods really exist? And how would you define what a superfood is? There's not a formal scientific definition for a superfood. And I think we throw that word around so often, um, all of the time for so many years. But, but to me, so my definition of a superfood is really any wholesome food that has one or more nutrient that can help to elevate our health. And so that sort of opens it up to hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of superfoods and super beverages. So again, just something that is wholesome and it has goodness in it that can help us to feel and look amazing. Wow. So there probably are 
hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of superfoods. But I bet you have favorites. So like, what would you say are your top five? I hate to put you on the spot. Top five superfoods and what makes them so super? Oh, top five. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there are quite a few. I would say that um, leafy greens are definitely going to be way up there. So I'm actually going to group um, spinach and kale and probably Swiss chard, which is a little less known, but I'm going to, I'm going to group those together. And that's because um, these things basically are nature's multivitamin, right? They have A through Z, everything under the sun, loaded with antioxidants. Um, They're very, very versatile. And by the way, whether it's fresh or frozen, again, spinach, kale, um, collard greens, all of these things are incredibly good for you. So that even might be my number one. Um, Number two is definitely going to be colorful berries. And again, fresh or frozen because they're so filled with antioxidants and they're also um, good for so many different directions, right? You can add them into smoothies. You can put them on oatmeal or yogurt. You can work them into pancake batters and muffin batters. You could pop them straight up and enjoy them as a snack. Um, Another one would have to be lentils. I'm really trying to help people move more towards a plant-based diet. Um, And full disclosure, I love chicken. I love fish. I eat lean red meat. So I do eat all of those things. But I think the more we're able to sort of embrace and incorporate lentils and other plant-based proteins into our diet, the better off we are for our bodies, for the environment. Um, And there's nothing like a luscious vegetable action packed lentil stew. Oh my God. Don't even get me started about how Lisa. And it <laughs> freezes beautifully as well. I could talk about food all day. <laughs> so lentils, yeah, I feel like lentils are sort of like a sleeper hit. People are first discovering how amazing they are, truly. Um and then so those are three. Do you have two more? Nuts and seeds. Again, I'm clumping two different ones into one category. Um, those will always come out on top. And when it comes to nuts, really whatever nut you love best, it can be almonds, cashews, pecans, macadamia, peanuts. Each nut brings a different asset to the table. Like for example, almonds have, they all have heart healthy fat. They all have some protein. They all have fiber, but almonds have calcium and pecans have the most amount of antioxidants and peanuts have the most protein. So every single nut has a tremendous asset. So I like to vary it up, sprinkle them on anything and anything. And I think sunflower seeds don't really get enough love, but um, pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds are absolutely awesome and fantastic, just like nuts and also chia seeds and flax seeds. So I think nuts and seeds would definitely earn a spot. I love those also. I mean, you didn't mention a cashew, which is my favorite nut, but somehow I feel like it's the least nutritious of all nuts. I'm so glad you mentioned that. And that was my bad. Cashews have the most zinc and zinc right now is super important because zinc is an immune booster. Oh, wow. Munch on those cashews. You made my day. (laughs) Yes. I love cashews. I I buy the great big um, containers from the Price Club stores, Costco and BJ's, and I could be dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that is so dangerous. We have cashews as as part of our like emergency food earthquake supplies, and I keep them out of my reach so I don't get them and eat them all. And if we have like a blackout, if there's like a blackout for five seconds, I just look over and I say, is it time to eat the cashews? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. What's your number five? Ooh, what's my number five? 
Um, this is a tough call. Um, I feel like I'm going to say oats, but not necessarily for the reason that you think I'm going to say. I'm going to say oats because of the versatility of it. Um, you know, it, it has that soluble fiber that is able to reduce LDL cholesterol. It's also very filling and um, it's so satisfying to make a bowl of oatmeal. And you could also use rolled oats as a binder in meatballs and meatloaf. Um, I throw oats sometimes in smoothies. Now we can enjoy oat milk. So because of the versatility and the nutrition, I'm going to rank oats as number five. I'm, I'm even surprising myself. It just sort of like flowed out of my mouth. You just shocked yourself. I love oats. And I noticed that in your book, you had a recipe for like an oatmeal bake. I, I love oatmeal bakes. I, it's a big thing in my world too. So I can't wait to try yours. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And it's very easy. All the recipes are super simple. I also love overnight oats. I have a, a couple of overnight oat recipes for those hectic mornings. It's just so great to have something waiting in the fridge. Absolutely. Okay. So here's the story. These days, everyone is so worried about catching anything, um, especially obviously with the coronavirus situation and viral infections that are going around. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say that foods can really prevent anything from happening to you if you're going to catch a virus. But are there any foods that you really feel keep us the healthiest? Things that you say you absolutely should include in your diet? Absolutely. And I think now people are really paying attention to their health and working in ways to strengthen and then maintain our immune systems. It's so important, Lisa. Every physician that I've been talking to, they all come back to the importance um, of really going out of our way to eat foods and get enough sleep and hydrate so that our immune systems are in fighting shape. And not only to be able to protect ourselves from what's going on right now with COVID, but from for future things as well. I think this was a huge eye-opener and people will never look at food in the same way again or take their immune systems for granted. So when it comes to boosting your immune system, vitamin C is definitely going to be front and center. Um, again, it's not a magic bullet, but there are such few things in our control right now, and food is definitely one of them. We have the capability to pick, to be selective over what we put in our bodies several times throughout the day, every single day of our lives. And if you eat the right foods, you have the um, potential to really feel and look amazing on the top of your game. So when it comes to immune boosting foods, I would say that leafy greens, you know, it was one of my number one superfoods. It's no surprise that it's also going to be a number one for immune boosting. Specifically, though, because it has a load of vitamin C and it also has beta carotene. And those are two things that help to really elevate our immune system. The second thing is bell peppers. I love bell peppers. Do you like bell peppers? Love. I love your nachos, by the way. Amazing. Oh, the, the bell pepper nachos. Mm -hmm, it's, the, mm -hmm. it's the easiest recipe ever. And when you swap out the greasy, starchy chips and instead you put the bell pepper slices down underneath all of the goodness that you pile on top, you are adding so much immune-boosting vitamin C. One bell pepper has more than 200% of our daily requirement for vitamin C. So it's the most delicious 
easy way to sort of nurture our body and give her immune system a great big boost. So bell peppers would be number two. Um, I'm coming back to the berries again, but specifically strawberries, when we're talking about boosting our immune system, all berries are great. They have all those great antioxidants. Blueberries can boost your memory and your cognitive function, but strawberries have the most vitamin C. So they get the big shout out here. Um, Citrus fruit, now is the time to be eating oranges and grapefruits and pineapple, kiwis, all of these things, again, loaded with vitamin C. And one last thing that I, I definitely need to mention is mushrooms. So mushrooms don't have vitamin C, but they have some vitamin D as in David, which again is good for the immune system, but they also have antiviral properties. So they, you know, sort of help um, the, the, the fighters within our body be well primed. If in fact we come in contact with viruses, we are more able to fight them off. So if you like mushrooms, I love mushrooms. Do you like mushrooms? I love mushrooms. Um, and I was going to ask you, actually, my next question was, and I know you mentioned it earlier, that frozen food is as good for you as fresh food. And is it the same for mushrooms? Because I always find I buy frozen mushrooms. I like a variety and I just get like the mixed bag of frozen mushrooms. Do they have the same health properties as fresh? They do. So if you could imagine when it comes to any type of produce, mushrooms included, they pick things in the peak of ripeness and then they're flash frozen. So all of the vitamins, the minerals and the antioxidants are locked in. Of course, there's nothing tastes as delicious as fresh, but there's so many pros to frozen. One right now, it's more budget friendly and it's just easier to get a hold of, right? The mm -hmm. second is there's no waste and you can eat them on your own time frame versus worrying about them going bad in the fridge. I mean, hopefully they don't last too long in people's freezers. But if you open my freezer on any given day, I have one entire massive shelf that's all frozen vegetables. And then I have one underneath it that's all frozen fruit. I just love it. It's really, mm -hmm. really great. It probably looks like my freezer. <laughs> I, I bet we have identical freezers. And that would surprise me. <laughs> yeah, we should show. You know what? Send a picture. I'll send a picture of mine. You send a picture of yours. We'll put it on the show page and we'll see. Done. <laughs> okay. Done. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about the new book. First of all, as I said, it's beautiful. This thing probably weighs like five pounds. You could, you could hurt somebody. It's like a weapon, but it's filled with like incredible recipes, beautiful photos. And I love that you say they're recipes for eternal youth. Like what inspired you to write a book with recipes that are focusing on staying young and feeling young? Well, first, like you, I mean, I'm a health nut and I'm a foodie. So my whole passion and mission is, try to, is trying to merge the two, creating, you know, delicious, healthy comfort food. Um, and I think that in the past few years, what's been so exciting to me, I'm also a big science nerd, is the compelling research that we have on longevity. We have so many great studies analyzing the dietary habits of people around the world who live the longest, most healthiest lives, lives filled with vitality and vigor. And there are so many commonalities um, amongst these people and what they eat. 
And so it was really exciting for me to merge the two. My passion for food. I love food. I love to eat. I love all sorts of textures and flavor combinations and ethnic cuisines. But I also love the health science. So taking those two things and then formulating a book that really delivered all the stuff that people love to eat. It's not rabbit food. It's not diet food. It's calorie controlled. So if anybody is looking to lose a few pounds or maintain their weight, certainly you will with these recipes. But, you know, it's everything from the bell pepper nachos to pan pizzas. To, I have a superfood French fries, superfood pastas, even superfood treats and desserts and cocktails. So, you know, it's, it's the stuff that I love to eat. So I, I was very excited to share it with everybody. Yeah, it's what everybody loves to eat. And I'm really intrigued when you say you do a lot of research and there's a lot of science about what the people who are living the longest are eating. And I remember when I was growing up, there was a commercial where they would show people, and I can't remember where they were, but it was like so-and-so, 109 years old, and this person was 107 years old, and they were all eating yogurt. Is there anything about that that's true? Would you say yogurt is associated with longevity in any way? So it's interesting because it doesn't come up on top. It's not one of the commonalities. When we look at the commonalities, it's it's leafy greens, berries, beans, like the starchy beans, black beans and kidney beans and chickpeas, lentils, nuts and seeds, whole grains, and believe it or not, coffee and tea. So wow. those those are the top foods that people who live the longest, strongest, and healthiest tend to be eaten. And, and it's interesting also to look at their mentality. They are not eating rabbit food. They do not deprive themselves. Food is a celebration. Food is delicious. Um, there's, there's just so much happiness involved within their eating patterns. It's, it's like very inspiring. Mm-hmm. It is. And I should have realized that commercial really probably didn't hold much weight because it was a yogurt commercial. Anyway. <laughs> but you know what? I love yogurt. <laughs> I, I love yogurt. Love, I love yogurt and cheese. And you will find yogurt and cheese in a lot of my recipes. But the other thing is, um, you know, for people who don't eat dairy or who are gluten free or who are vegan, I made sure that there were swaps and omissions and things that people could easily do so that, you know, if you wanted to try some of the recipes, you can make it your own. I know. I noticed that. And, and I try to do the same thing with my recipes, especially now that I live with my niece lives with us and she's vegan. So it's so easy to turn anything into something that's just plant-based, which I absolutely love. Mm. Oh, and do you, I didn't realize she was vegan. And you spoke about the cashews earlier. There is a um, penny vegan vegan penne alfredo with this creamy dreamy sauce and instead of cheese i use soaked cashews it's a great trick you guys have to make it okay i'm gonna make that this week absolutely what are some of your favorite recipes in the book like what recipes in the book are you eating all the time Oh my God, you know what happens when you write a book. You know better than anybody. I feel like I have a personal <laughs> relationship with every single page. <laughs> That's a really hard one. It's like asking me, which is my favorite child? Well, uh, which, which, is, which is your favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-way tie. <laughs> three-way tie. Um, I think though that the recipes that I automatically sort of gravitate towards and smile about are the ones that my kids either requested or helped me create. Like, so in other words, Cole, that's Cole's my son, and he shares my love for 
big, bold flavors um, like the Moroccan chicken spiced stew. And there's an Indian uh, butter chicken recipe in there that I absolutely love. So those were things that I did together with Cole. Um, on the other hand, Aiden and I make all the time the Italian style sausage, peppers, and onions, and I could jump in the pot with it. I just <laughs> love that one. Oh, that you could probably really fit. One. I bet you fit in the pot with it. <laughs> no, I do not fit in the pot. And of course, Jesse is responsible for inspiring a lot of the superfood cocktail recipes. So there's a blackberry margarita. She turned me on to a Moscow mule when we were on vacation. So I had a matcha Moscow mule in there. Um, oh, wow. Vice. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with the cocktail. I chapter. love a Moscow mule. <laughs> I want to try the matcha one. I didn't even see that one. We should have a Zoom happy hour. Let's Absolutely. do it. Let's For do sure. it. We make a frosé. I have a pomegranate sangria. Um, yeah, we have we have a lot of fun ones like that. But I also I love the French fries chapter. I have an eggplant parmesan French fries. Um, I have a zucchini cheesy crispy French fries. I have um, a lot of pizzas that I love too. See, I told you it's hard. It's hard. Well, they're all amazing, and you're making me hungry. And French fries are my weakness, so I now I'm going to be forced to make some kind of healthy fries later. Okay. Um, what What about foods that make you feel and look younger? Are there foods that you think are are great for your skin that'll make you actually look younger? We all want to look younger, definitely. So, from the standpoint of your skin, um, beta carotene is a nutrient that is found in dark green and orange produce. So, you know, one of the things we were just talking about French fries. I make these. Um, oven roasted steak fries out of sweet potatoes and that is fabulous for your skin so that's a really good one french fries what if you load them up with salt and ketchup not as good for your skin not as good (laughs) (laughs) not as good but you'll see you, you don't even really need it and i do have a dipping sauce with it a smoky paprika dipping sauce and your yogurt's in that sauce so I think you're going to really like that one. All right. Um, tell me some more tips you have that help people feel more energetic. I mean, we know what makes people feel healthy. Do any foods really give you energy? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And um, the first thing I'm going to say is if you eat less junk and you eat more wholesome, high quality food, you will automatically boost your energy levels. It's a matter of science. So that's really good news. And it goes back to us being in control of what we put into our body. And nobody needs to be perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. But I I usually tell people to try a 90-10 mentality or food philosophy. So if you go out of your way to eat healthy 90% of the time, 10% of the time, there's wiggle room for the stuff you just love that's not necessarily you know, under the healthy umbrella. So that's the first thing to know. Um, I think another thing that people can do, which is relatively simple, is just to incorporate a produce item into each and every meal. So with breakfast, for example, if you're having oatmeal, add some berries. If you're having an omelet, put in some onions or mushrooms or spinach or chopped tomatoes. With lunch, you could have a great big salad with lots of colorful vegetables. Or if you're having a sandwich, just pile on lettuce and tomato and some red onion or maybe some sliced zucchini. And then with dinner, anything goes. You can have a stir fry. You can start your dinner with a salad or a vegetable minestrone soup. There's so many different ways that you can work those vegetables in. And it's so important because vegetables are high volume, 
They're low calorie, so they fill you up instead of filling you out. And they quite literally shower your body with all the good stuff. Antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, fiber. So I think like that's the smallest thing you can do for a gigantic energy payback. Amazing. And you know what? You're making me feel bad because I live by the 80-20 rule and I now I realize I should really be living by the 90-10 rule. <laughs> but I guess I bet, both I bet okay. you do do 90-10. Let me tell you, 80-20. So, so you hear 90-10 from, you know, like a health nut. I think that if anybody can be doing an 80-20 rule, I think that is quite valiant. Or and you look great. <laughs> well, so yeah, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting closer to me. What foods do you eat every single day of your life? Are there foods that you eat every day of your life? I don't know if there's there's, there's categories that I eat every single day of my life, but specific foods, I would say, um, this is not a food, but full disclosure, coffee. I cannot start my day without coffee. That's why I even made breakfast coffee cookies. That's one of the breakfasts in the book. I had to figure out a way to merge cookies and coffee and feel okay about eating it in the morning. <laughs> those look um, so good. I saw those on TV. That was like chocolate chips, right? Coffee blue with blueberries, blueberries, cocoa powder. I tried to work in as many superfoods as I could while keeping the sugar down. So you truly can eat them in the morning for breakfast. Um, you have to try that one and they freeze beautifully. So you can make a great big batch. You could stash them in the freezer and then you could, you know, in, in the mornings, whenever you want some, you can um, either warm them in the microwave or just let them thaw out on the counter. And you can That's have great. two or three. With I, know, I heard you say that. I was like three cookies. Yeah. But it is good that you can freeze them so people don't have to worry about eating them all at once, which is something that I try to do with my recipes as well. Um, I cannot wait to try the recipes in your book. I am so excited and people can get the book on Amazon, obviously, and because they're not going to bookstores these days. Um, is that what you'd recommend um, getting the book the yeah. fastest? Yeah, I guess Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Um, yeah, I think like those are those are probably um, the two key places right now. And also, like if anybody has any requests, if there's something that you are dying for or craving and it's not in the book, bring it on. Just you know, send me a message or a comment on Instagram or Facebook and I'm on it. I have time on my hands. I am busy making a mess in my kitchen um, and I would love to tackle it. That's exactly what I've been doing. I feel like we probably have parallel lives on different sides of the country because I've never cooked so much in my entire life. Lisa, I am loving your lives. I am loving them. And I love all of you, like your quick hacks with the mug and the microwave. Oh, yeah. I'm watching. Well, thank I'm watching you. I feel like if I'm being honest, I don't really trust my niece to be the camera person. So I'm saying, what can I make just at my counter so no one has to follow me around with a phone? <laughs> That's how I do it. You should see my high tech camera. I have like six books piled up on yes, top of each other. And too. then I either have my laptop or I have my phone balanced. It's hilarious. My phone is balanced. I get texts all the time when I'm doing it. I have like a Nordstrom rack box with returns inside of it that helps <laughs> elevate it. It's ridiculous. Oh, so um, you're fancier than me. You say Nordstrom's, <laughs> you're automatically fancier than me. <laughs> no, I said rack, Nordstrom rack. Oh, okay. Still fancier. All right. Still right, before, fancier. I, 
but before I let you go, I have to mm-hmm. say, like, on a serious note, everybody is emailing and reaching out and saying they're they're really, really struggling with eating healthy during this time, that all the time at home, that all the stress, that all the anxiety is causing them to just eat so much food. Do you have any advice to help people during this time? Yes. Um, and I do think that in the beginning, everybody was sort of like, shoveling anything and everything into their mouths and it was comfort food central. So I say this now is really the time to sort of pick yourself up, shake it off, take out a piece of paper or put set yourself up in front of your computer and start to plan. Plan out your days. What are you going to have today for breakfast, for lunch, for snacks, for dinner? And do it throughout the whole entire week because when you give yourself a roadmap, it becomes significantly easier to stay on the straight and narrow. And here's the thing. If you're taking care of yourself, you elevate every aspect of your life. You're going to boost your immune system. You're going to be happier and feel better about yourself, which means you're going to be more productive. So it is so well worth the effort. And really starting at the beginning is the hardest part. So if you Make up your mind and you put in the work today, it's going to be easier tomorrow and next week and the week after. And before you know it, like you are on a roll. You're eating delicious food and you're feeling great and your cravings are under control. Well, that is fantastic advice. And I I think it's a hard, you know, a lot of people have a hard time planning. And I also think on top of that, people should write it down. Like after it happens, write down what you actually ate. I think that helps too. But that's right. really, really great advice, Joy. You are the best. Your book is the best. I love everything about what you do. And I can't wait to be with you again in the same room and just celebrate something fun. And I hope oh. that happens sometime soon. Oh, so do I. Lisa, I am sending you the biggest, biggest virtual hug and kiss. And um, we're going to be together very soon. And thank you so much again for having me on. I just love gabbing with you. Well, back at you and keep up the great work, truly. And congratulations on another perfectly beautiful, wonderful book. Oh, thank you, girlfriend. Well, that was great. Joy is always a phenomenal guest. Um, She really has so much information that I know everyone is going to really value. And if you want to recap, if you want to see our freezers, if you want to check out the show page from this episode, I encourage it. It's hungry-girl.com slash foodcast. And of course, if you want to sign up for the Hungry Girl daily emails, you can do that at hungry-girl.com. And uh, I'll be back next week with Mikey and Jamie for yet another episode. And until then, I'm Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing. <laughs>